I'm a local loan officer in West Palm Beach, Florida. I've been in the mortgage industry for the last eight years. I've worked in the industry throughout the country. I've closed over a thousand loans during my career, so I've seen it all. I'm on a mission to make mortgages both entertaining and educational. Welcome to Lending with Leah. This is the podcast for anyone thinking about potentially owning, in the process of buying, or even already owned their own home. My name is Leah Budding, Licensed Loan Officer, and I'm going to be your host. And today, really special, we have our first guest on the show. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to have you. This is Billie Jean Pizzuti. So she is a licensed hypnotist, real estate agent, client. And my favorite friend. Friend. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming and being here and being the first guest. And I'm excited to well, have thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. I'm like so excited to be here. You're welcome. So before we really jump into today's topic, I think we have a pretty fun story. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wanted to share that with everyone because. I mean, I think it's just, it's fun, it's unique, it doesn't happen to everyone, so we're going to start there. All right, let's go. All right. So, you guys have heard in some of my previous episodes kind of how I ended up here in West Palm Beach, Florida. So, I moved from Sarasota, moved here to West Palm Beach right in the middle of the lockdowns. So, March 2020, nothing was open. And I had just recently taken this new role as a loan officer, was a loan officer assistant before, and I was working in a real estate office and I'm like, okay, well, how do I meet people? How do I meet agents? Because no one's coming into the office because it's COVID. So they gave me a list of all the agents on the roster and they're like, here's all the people we have and all their phone numbers. And I was like, okay. I guess I'm going to cold call people. (laughs) I don't know. Have you ever cold called anyone? No. (laughs) It's awful. I can imagine. That's probably why I've never done it. (laughs) I would like break it up in days because I despised it so much. So I'd write out 10 names and I'm like, okay, in this, this hour, I'm going to call 10 people. And I just forced myself to sit there and like when I'd get someone's voice message, I'm like, yeah. I can leave a voice message. I can send a text. (laughs) I I like talking to people, but, you know, sometimes people yell at you when you cold call them. Yes, yes. (laughs) So I have this list. I'm cold calling people over a few days, and I get to Billy's name on the list. And so, like, by the way, I was riddled with anxiety. That's so funny. (laughs) And I usually don't take these calls. (laughs) No, but I called you Mm -hmm. and you answered. I did. Yes. And you were nice. Yeah. Well, there's a little trick to that too. (laughs) They did introduce you on a meeting with Keller Williams and they um, introduced you as the new loan officer. So I knew who you were when you called. (laughs) That helps. So I guess technically not a cold call. It was more of a warm call. Yeah. 
But you didn't know that. But I didn't know that. So I still had crazy anxiety. But we started talking, and I think you told me you were a hypnotist pretty much right off the bat. And I was like, whoa. Yes. That's so cool. I'm like, I'm just dabbling in real estate. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we just, I think we got to talking more about that. And I probably said something along the lines of, well, if there's anything I can help you with, you know, ever in your real estate needs, I'm here. Just give me a call. Give me a text. And you said. Well, actually, I was a little skeptical, but (laughs) I was like, well, if you think you can help, I just had my client who was denied qualifying for a mortgage and they told her to come back in six months. And I said, what do you think? Here's her situation. And I gave it all to you. Yep. Yeah. And listening to it and it, it wasn't an easy situation, but hearing it, I was like, I can do this. I can do this. It's going to be hard, but I can do this. You did say that. I was still skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you gave me her information mm-hmm. and Pretty sure you told her that I would be calling. Yeah, and that you were a redhead. Yes. Oh, yeah. So her client and me were both redheads, too. So I was like, okay, I know I can connect with her on this because I don't know if any of you guys know about redheads, but we're like a little cult. We're like a little... (laughs) (laughs) If I'm out with people and there's another redhead, my friends will be like, yo, yo, it's your people. (laughs) And you guys were. And we each were. Other's people. We were each other's people. <laughs> so I called your client, and we started talking, and we definitely connected on the redhead thing. Mm-hmm. And she told me her story, and I think I said the same thing. Like, mm, this is going to be hard, but it's definitely doable. And we worked, got our pre-approved, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. And yeah. so then started searching for homes after that, right? Yeah, it was a pretty um, smooth process, I have to say. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, she was super happy, too. Oh, my gosh, she was so excited after she started talking to you. She was like, oh, my gosh, she knows what she's talking about. (laughs) And she's a redhead. (laughs) What? Like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, and one of the things, too, because I have to brag on you a little bit as well. I don't know if you remember, but the home that you found for them appraised for it was I think something around twenty, twenty-five thousand above the sales price. Yes. Yes. So this girl right here in the heat of COVID, which I'm sure everyone knows what happened to real estate during COVID and the prices shot up, got someone a home with twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars instant equity right off the bat. Yep. Now was she your your first one or your second? My second, yes. Second. But second my first deal. buyer. First, oh, I had my okay. I had one seller, and then this, she was my second, but she was my first buyer. Well, there you go. Yeah. So not everyone can say that. So uh. there's magic there. <laughs> there is magic. <laughs> well, while we were doing this deal in the middle, because the loan wasn't actually done yet, you guys called me, you and your client, it was your friend, mm-hmm. and either called or you sent me a text. It was a Saturday and said something like, oh, we're having a family barbecue tonight if you want to come. Yes, yes. Well, we knew you were new in town and you didn't know anyone, and we definitely clicked over the phone, and I knew you are redhead from the Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> 
And this is my hometown, and I really, um, we enjoyed working with you. You seem so genuine, and we loved your personality. So, Aww. yeah, we were like, come over. You're our people. Even though I'm not a redhead, <laughs> you're still mine. <laughs> and I came over, and we had a great time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And it wasn't weird. I didn't feel, because that was the first time I think we ever met in person. Yes, right? it was. Yeah. Okay. So... I didn't think it was weird. It wasn't. It was like, oh, Leah's here. We're like, hey. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we hung out all night. And then at the end of the night, you guys said, oh, we want to go out. We want to go out downtown. And we're going to take you to our spot. Oh, our spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, the spot. Where are we going? And we went downtown. And we went to a place called Roxy's. A place called Rooftop. Roxy's. And at first we went, there's like a, a pub downstairs yes. and we're down there and I'm like, the best wings too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great wings, great food. And I'm like, this is, this is cool. And then you guys are like, just wait, wait till we take you upstairs. <laughs> yes. Our little dance spot. It's, it's awesome. Nice view of the street. It's a great spot downtown. Do you love Roxy's? <laughs> And I do think, too, that, because I don't know if I've shared with you guys on the podcast yet, but I'm a dancer. That's my hobby. That's my passion. And so dancing, like going upstairs and dancing with two people I've never met before, but we're doing a deal together. And, we and we're boogieing. And we're boogieing. <laughs> I'm like, yes, this, like, this is it. I could tell that this was going to be more than just client or a business relationship that it was going to be more of a, a friendship yeah after that point of course <laughs> and that's exactly what it turned into <laughs> that is exactly what it turned into and I think ever since then mm-hmm. we've been friends I know you even babysit my baby <laughs> I think that's so crazy that like just looking back on the last couple years you know there was there was no baby no there was there was no husband yet I wasn't married yet no no I mean, he was there. He was the he boyfriend. He was there. He was boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's got a new title. Yeah, now he's the hubby. Now he's the, ooh, we moving up in the world. <laughs> That's what he'll say. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, I was dating someone else who's no longer in Around. the picture. We yeah. can all mm-hmm. relate to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Happens to the best of us. And moved around quite a bit in the area and just, I don't know. We got to know it. We got to know it and life is pretty great. Yes. I have to say it is very. And that's a little bit of our story or, you know, how we became friends, how we got to know each other. And I should point out, too, that deal closed, closed on time. It did. Extra equity, happy clients. Didn't it close early? It might have closed I early it's too. Closed early, yeah. Because we put a long date and uh huh, yeah, and they got their approval really quick. So we're awesome. Yes, just so you know. <laughs> if you didn't, and know. she's definitely awesome. Just oh. <laughs> and I want to loop back around a little bit too, because one of the things that really stuck out to me when we first spoke was that you said you're a hypnotist. Yes. And so before we get into the the nitty-gritty mortgage aspect of today's show, 
I want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Because I found that to be so cool. And I've actually come to see you for hypnotherapy a few times before, too. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple questions for you about being a hypnotist. Okay, shoot. So first one is, what made you want to be a hypnotist? So that's an interesting question. Um, My mother, she was a hypnotist. And I absolutely loved hearing the stories of all the people that she helped. uh, Just made so many improvements in their lives. And just happened that I ended up working for another hypnotist and she offered me the opportunity to become one and I jumped on it. I was like, I have to do this and it has truly been my calling. So, and I absolutely love helping people and I get to do it every day, you know, from Mm -hmm. helping with fears, helping with stress to, um, anxiety. It's just awesome. And you can help people too in person and over the phone, right? Yes. Yes. I have a lot of clients that I have never even met. Some in Europe, the Netherlands, Kansas, everywhere. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worldwide, girl. Ooh, <laughs> like we stepping up in the world. <laughs> I think that's amazing though. And, you know, I don't, what everyone idea of hypnosis is but I know until I met you you know I definitely thought it was something you had to be there in person for so it was kind of cool learning that you don't have to Uh, technically all you have to do is listen to my voice so you can be in front of me you can be on the phone we can do zoom facetime you can do it all and I'll let you guys in on a little secret too so she record when you do do a session you record them I do for most people yeah it's a little free bonus that I offer some people don't always get it because they shouldn't listen to the session more than once. But a lot of people Ooh, do. Yeah. Interesting. Why? So why? I wasn't going to ask you that before, but I'm curious now. Why that? Okay, so it might be something that we are working through and we get it done in one session and we're pretty sure. So if they keep listening to it, they're just kind of kind of throwing it back there in their subconscious. So I don't want to retrace that. Especially like stop smoking, which is one of my big ones. I don't want them to constant listening to stop smoking after they've stopped smoking. That's fair. I, I agree with that. Like get your mind onto the next thing, your next project, your next vision, whatever. Yeah. And the recordings be. I do are very specific usually when they're in the office with me. So, yeah. you know, we don't continue with the same issues. So we don't always want to listen to them over and over again. But the ones that I know I'm going to record for them, I made them a little more general so that they can listen to them anytime for years. Well, and I do. So she's recorded a couple for me, and I listen to them when I'm falling asleep. Oh, I know, I love doing that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool and kind of a weird thing at the same time. I'm like, I'm listening to my friend's voice just soothe me off to sleep. It's a different voice, though, when I use my head, my voice. It is a different voice. Right? And it's, but once you, I feel like, get used to one person, you don't, want to like I think you had sent me a recording before that your boss or someone else mm-hmm. had done that you just had on file and I'm like mm, I don't mean to be mean but this person's voice is annoying <laughs> I'm like I want Billy's voice yeah I have to tell you and then some people that go see her don't like my voice so it's like when you get used to someone you don't want to change kind of like a therapist that you really like like no one is as good as that person I agree yeah so next question, what does a traditional session look like 
because I think everyone kind of has a vision in their head on what they imagine yes. hypnosis being like, but what is it really like? It's never what everyone thinks. So initial client would come in and we chit chat about the changes they want to make, you know, what they want to improve. I don't always need to know their nitty gritty. I just need to know what changes they want to make and what their desires are. So we do that for about 15, 20 minutes. And then we do a hypno session or a hypnotic session for about another 15 to 20 minutes and basically you just sit in a chair you close your eyes and you listen to the sound of my voice i love that voice (laughs) (laughs) okay one more question about the hypnosis before we move on to the mortgage aspect of things okay what kinds of things or ailments do people typically come to see you for like what are some of your more common ones and what are some of the more abnormal ones Okay, so anything that you have an issue with, you can probably use hypnosis for. Or let me rephrase that. You can use hypnosis for. So my typical clients are a lot of athletes, so I especially like including equestrians. So fears, anxieties, stress, not being able to focus are very typical common ones. Um, the other ones that weren't as common, but they are now starting to pop up is a big one for me now is working with children that are sleeping in beds with their parents. And the parents are like, we're done. We want our bed back. Mm-hmm. So I've been working with childhood fears. I've been working with them getting out of the bed. And um, yeah, that's been like a big part of what I've been doing lately. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm and excited I- to help the kids because, you know, they want to feel grown up. They want to have sleepovers and they can't do it. Well, and I feel like kids, too, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're younger, they're they're more impressionable on it, too. So perhaps they they maybe do a better job even. I feel like it. I have a lot of success with them that um, – faster success. Like, I have success with most of the clients, but the children seem to, like, pick it up quickly. Like, yeah. three sessions, and then their parents are like – You've done something I couldn't do in five years. <laughs> so you hear that, parents? If you like need to teach your kids something or there's a behavior you don't particularly care for, remember, yeah. she doesn't, you don't have to be there in person either. Yeah. No. We, all, we all have phones yep. nowadays. And then the recordings for the children are great because they get to listen to them at bedtime. So they don't have to sit still for them. I like that. Because mm-hmm. they're already still. They're going to sleep. <laughs> And we all know children just like kind of bounce off the wall that, well, you got a baby, so I do. <laughs> you, you know. And a teenager. And, ooh. Yeah. You she puts a, herself to bed, though. <laughs> you have a full household. And speaking of households, someone recently just closed on their mortgage and has a new home. Yes, and we have you to thank for that. <laughs> thank you. And so part of the reason I wanted to bring you on outside of the fact that you're my friend, you're an awesome hypnotist, mm-hmm. you're an amazing realtor, you're also an amazing client yes. to, to work with. And mm-hmm. I wanted to talk today about how home ownership is, it's, it's a marathon and it's not always a sprint, you know, and my past episodes, I've talked a lot on fear and fear in home ownership, fear in buying a home, fear of getting a mortgage. And, you know, one of those things is that sometimes we're not ready right away. Sometimes the first time you reach out to me, it's not 
it's not right now that you're able to get a home or get approved for a loan. And that can be really discouraging to some people. Of course, yeah. And so I really thank you for coming on the show and you know sharing a little bit about your experience with that as well. And if you're okay with it, we'll kind of talk yeah. a little bit about that and just share whatever you are comfortable sharing with everyone. Yeah, let's go for it. All right. <laughs> so my first question to you is when did you first start your mortgage process? I'd have to say, what, it's been two and a half years, about? I think so. It's pretty much when you um, moved here is when um, we started, yeah. Because I think if I remember correctly, we may not have even been closed yet on the deal, or we might have just closed when you called me and said, well, I'm interested, maybe we can start looking. You gave me hope, and I was like, wait a second, (laughs) maybe I'm not as far off as I thought I was, yeah. And how did you feel after you did that first application with me and we went through everything and we didn't get the yes the first time, but we got the not yet and yeah. here's how we do it. Fill everyone in yeah, a little bit on so, your thoughts, your feelings. Yeah, we that. weren't quite there yet. Um, we had some things to work on, but there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Like you showed me I can get there and you gave me a, like a plan, like here's what you need to take care of this, this, and this. And um, I knew what I needed to do. So I felt pretty good. I mean, I was like, of course you get that initial like, mm, <laughs> not yet, but um, yeah, I knew what I needed to do. And of course, you know, life throws you some curveballs. So it took mm-hmm. a little bit longer than I thought it was, but that wasn't on your part. It was on just life, you know, yeah. stuff at me. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that I really commend you for, and I, you know, Billy's not the only client I have who's like this, but, you know, through those life events was that you communicated with me too as, you know, as your friend, but also as a loan officer to say, okay, this, this is what's happening in my life. How does this change or impact what I need to do yeah to qualify yeah and should i do this or should i wait like should i buy a car now or should i wait (laughs) should i buy some furniture or should i wait (laughs) should i open that credit card that zero percent interest (laughs) no no (laughs) i was out to dinner with some friends last night too and you know someone was asking me and he goes oh yeah okay i need i need to know what i need to do to get prepared to buy a home so we went over the like specifics on do this do that but then he goes what do i what should i not do and i'm like let me tell you (laughs) what you don't don't open new credit don't let anyone pull your credit don't deposit cash into your bank account uh don't go furniture shopping don't spend money like a maniac you know that there is a lot of don'ts when Mm -hmm. it comes to getting prepared to buy a home But I will say one of the things, you know, like with Billy or with anyone that I've worked with who, you know, might not be ready right there or right then, the ones who are, because I will tell you, anyone who listens to the game plan uh, and takes action on it and does like what you did where they call once in a while, we check in, we just see how things are moving and coming along, they all get homes every single one of them 
And sometimes it might take a little bit longer. Sometimes it's not. You know, one of the things I'll go over, especially in cases where I'm working with clients on credit items, right? I am not a credit repair expert by any means, but I've seen enough credit and I know enough on how credit works to help people. Yeah, with you it. have a lot of knowledge. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would hope so. By, yeah, this, yeah. By, by this point in time, having done like a thousand loans, I would hope I know a thing or two. <laughs> and especially with credit, you know, I've gotten to the point now where I can kind of look at someone's credit report where they're at, the items that are on it, and say, okay, you know, if you follow the steps I'm giving you, we could probably have your score up in two weeks or three months, six months, a year, longer than that. So, you know, there, there's certain things that work faster than others. And then at the end of the day, too, it comes down to the individual person. If it's something you, you really want and you're going to work towards it, you're going to get it. It's literally just a matter, it's a matter of time. Yeah, a little self-discipline, a little work, and here you go. You have a home. And that's amazing to have a home, I have to say. It mm-hmm. really is. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, we've, well, I don't think we've talked about it yet in this podcast, um, but I actually, I, I released a video today talking a little bit about wealth creation and just the difference between home ownership and renting. And homeowners have 40 times more wealth than renters. I saw that this morning and it stuck in my head. I'm like, yep, and I own a home now. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's still the number one way to wealth creation is home ownership. So, you know, you guys, if, it, if we're such an instant gratification society, but, you know, if we can look at the long-term goals here and just map it out, you know, you can become a homeowner too and take advantage of that that equity, that net worth. And, you know, I'll do another episode on, on yeah. another yeah. time on really how you can utilize home ownership, not just as a primary home to live in, but also an investment in how you can grow it, you know, from there into something. And I'm already like excited for that. We're already talking about a three-year plan. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. And you are also do, getting ready to do some fun projects oh to your home gosh. too. Yes, we are. We actually are going to have to move out to get them done. So yeah, so I'm like a little nervous and a little excited because we just got the house unpacked and now we have to pack it all up and oh. move out. <laughs> and if anyone here has moved, you know how awful. awful. <laughs> and with the newborn twice. <laughs> Girl, I commend you. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> hey, you just have to. When you... When it's your life, you just do, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. It's true, you know, and at the end of the day, we're all going to be okay. Yeah. Right? Even even as friends, when you have something bad happen or I have something bad happen, we're both okay. You're okay. And, and, and we have each other. So. We have each other and more than okay, mm-hmm. too. I think at the end of a rough patch really comes, I, I mean, at least for me, a greater, happier I think so. I think when you go through some of the rough stuff, it makes you appreciate the good stuff and all the work. Like I know, like you talked about instant gratification, but you know, there's something about working towards something for a long time and finally achieving it. You really appreciate it. Absolutely. You really do. 
you know? And that's kind of a great segue to my next question for you, which is what was the most challenging part of the process for you specifically? <laughs> Honestly, the waiting. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about instant gratification. <laughs> I even uh, was talking with my husband about it last night. And uh, part of it was probably the documentation. We had a little extra that we had to do. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a little challenging, I feel like, just because it was like, oh, we got to get this. Oh, we got to get that. And then he had to do a bunch of stuff. And then I had to wait for him to do it. And then I was like, oh, then I failed over here. No, <laughs> I dropped the ball. I did not fail. So, you know, um, but yeah, I think the waiting, because we waited a long time. Mm -hmm. But it was absolutely worth it. And I mean, it was a process, but... I mean, here we are, and we own a home, and I'm so grateful and thankful. And a home not far away. Whenever I come over for I dinner, know. I'm like, it's like a five, ten minute drive. It is, and it's going to be amazing. We're, I can't wait to host some parties there when Ooh, the house is done. Another family barbecue. Yes. <laughs> and to end the show, Billy, my last question for you is, what advice would you give to someone who's just beginning their mortgage process? My advice would be to not get discouraged if you don't get the answer that you want right away. Listen to the plan. What are the things that you have to do? And start following through. Don't make big purchases. Don't open new accounts unless you talk to your loan officer, your mortgage person, mm -hmm. whoever it is. If it's not Leah, <laughs> listen to what they say. And I have to say, you aren't against everything because when we knew I still had like a year I said I needed new furniture. You said it was okay to finance that, and I did. But we, we was also on a short-term plan. Like, it was going to be paid off in six months. So you okayed mm -hmm. it. So not everything is removed from your life. Ex yeah, exactly. And, you know, speak, uh, speaking on the furniture thing specifically, too, I had another client who closed earlier this week and had kind of asked the same thing, you know, where they say, we really want to get furniture. We know with all the COVID stuff, furniture is kind of on back order, um, you know, and she talked me through, she's like, you know, do you think I'm like, well, are you doing any credit? She's like, no, I want to do cash. And I said, okay, let me figure out your cash to close first. Let me make sure your loan's set. And then can I get back with you in a couple of days on a limit? She's like, yeah. So I ran everything and I said, okay, you know, you, you are good. You have up to 20,000 you can spend on furniture. Don't finance anything. No credit pulls. So I work with you guys too on it because you do like you can't always stop your life and especially if your process isn't an instant one and you do have you know some things to work on and prepare for you have to live yeah. too at the same time. Well, thank you so much Billy for coming on the show today. And again, everyone, my name's Leah Bunning, licensed loan officer. You can follow me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all lending with Leah. I'm easy to find. If you have specific loan questions or scenarios that you want to run by me, give me a call and I'd be happy to talk to you privately about that. And Billy, where can we find and locate you? Well, first, I want to say thank you for having me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm so excited. Thank you for the experience. And you can find me on Facebook, Billy Jean Pizzuti, hypnotist. Or you can find me on Instagram, Billy Jean underscore hypnotist. Awesome. And give her a call, too, because I remember. Yes. Oh. Everybody loves it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So I can vouch for her. 
Thank you, everyone, and have a fabulous day.